Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to have a no-note show. Welcome to the Walk and Love podcast, a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about emotions, rhythms, marriage, parenting, and faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry (laughs) as we try to find language to live a full life life and today is an episode that is no notes 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 no so it's the best audio clip um no notes episodes are they started i think they started with collections or i don't know anyways i feel like they started before that but it's like i feel like now it's traditional tradition that we do one like right after it's an collection. unintentional yes. tradition because by the time we've done all the collection work mm-hmm. which is fun and enjoyable we're just our brains feel a little fried because we've just been like thinking and answering questions and you know making content and making videos and like doing all the stuff that we do like this and so like by the time we get to the podcast after a collection we're just like okay I, what do you want to talk about uh, i don't know what are we doing what do, what do you want to talk what do you yeah. want to talk about <laughs> I, I, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? What are we doing? Exactly. So, no notes. 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 And we have a new, we, we're back on YouTube. Tried something new last week. It did not work. Well, the videos worked. They just looked really weird because Brooke looked at mine. We're, we're trying to do like the cross recording. Mm-hmm. I looked at Brooke and I was like, you look good. She looked at mine. She said, you look good. And then we put them side by side and they were so different in color temperature bad. that it was like, I couldn't, couldn't I just couldn't match. do it. I couldn't, couldn't put it, it out. It was, it was way too So bad. we're just going back to the regular. We're super wide angle though right now. Yeah. I'm Brooke's into far it. Away. You into it? Sure. I'm into it. Um, yeah. Collection is live. We are releasing this podcast on Sunday instead of Monday to give you one last reminder that the collection is live mm-hmm. and you can still shop. Uh, this is the last time we'll be open for before Christmas. Well, it's not technically true. I was thinking about that today and I was like, how do we say this where it is true? This is the last time we will be open for a collection. Well, even that's... Yeah, but... But that's also open <laughs> with other things, True. which are not. If you thing. want any item that's in the shop right now for Christmas or for a Christmas gift, you will not have another chance Correct. to buy it. That Correct. is that is a true statement. I'm just the the one thing I'll say early now mm-hmm. is that the butt clenchers might want to just put a little circle around Black Friday. Yeah, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day before the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. it's right nestled in there, right between Thursday and Saturday, that Friday. <laughs> just circle it on your calendar. Maybe just, just write aware. butt clench special. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's... <laughs> it's. Don't give it away. I'm not giving okay. it away. I'm not so giving it away. I get so nervous because... What I, what I often sometimes am like so excited about because of the way we do our work and the way we release collections is it's, it's hard for me because like I'm planning the next thing while the current thing is for sale. Yes. And so that's always a challenge for me because I want to start hyping the next thing, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to distract from the current thing because the current thing is great. Right. But when I was designing the current thing, yeah, the last thing was for sale. And so I couldn't hype the current thing. And so 
it's just that's hard for me. But well, I understand that that's hard for you. Actually, I don't understand. I empathize with Thank you. for you with Thank me. you for you. Um, but yeah, the collection is live. So if you want one of these items as a Christmas gift or for yourself, this is your last chance. We close on we close tonight, Sunday night at midnight, aka when I get up on Monday morning Hawaii time. So you do have some extra hours, but get those orders in. Um, and if everybody that listens to the podcast bought one Christmas gift from Walk in Love, that would be an incredible game changers. <laughs> Changes to the game such that the game can never be played the same way again. And we would be so, so grateful. And honestly, if I do say so myself, I think a Walk in Love shirt or a sweatshirt makes a great gift. It's true. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I feel like you're looking at me kind of weird. I'm not looking at you weird. I d- got barely any sleep last night, so I'm a little like... Well, tell the audience why. Mm, no, I just had a friend over and we were... <laughs> you were gallivanting. Oh uh, No, I was eating popcorn and holding in my farts while a friend <laughs> was here. That's what I was doing. <laughs> so B&B After Dark is a... So Brooks friend Bianca comes over and they call it B&B After Dark. Yeah. Someday we'll have a podcast that we only record at night when we're like totally loopy and... Yeah, and yeah. it's it's an interesting treat. I would expect B&B After Dark to be a fart-friendly zone. I'm sure that it is. And if she listens to this, I guarantee I'll get a text that says fart away <laughs> or let it fly or something. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Because you just don't know what kind it's going to be. And so it's real risky. <laughs> I just don't know if I'm in the risk zone yet. <laughs> what are your different kinds? There's just different kinds. Yeah, different we don't set. need to go into it. There's volume, but length. Yeah, just <laughs> all. Depends. Have you ever seen that video clip of the guy trying to drop the folder on the floor to cover his fart? <laughs> he drops it, it hits, and then he farts. So uh uh-uh. uh No. His time is so Gunk. It doesn't match <laughs> up at all. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. Uh, so it's good. Um. Yeah, so Collections Live, uh, you got one one more day if you're listening to this on Sunday. Brooke's real worried about us releasing it on Sunday. She thinks it's going to throw everybody out of whack. I don't think it's going to throw everybody out of whack. I was asking more from like a, algorithms are the worst. And it's like, I'm nervous that if we release off schedule, that it might do something. Because I feel I like, feel like it's po- all out of our control. Yeah, I mean, that's mostly it's true. It's 100% true, which is not uh, fun. But isn't that true about life? Oh, yes. Can't control everything, Brooke. And it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also probably have a chance to shop the collection if you're listening to this Monday morning. Because again, if you're listening Mainland on the East Coast, I'm still asleep. Right. But, and mm-hmm. if I wake up to a, to some more orders, I'll be pumped. True. So, true, true, all right. True. Yes. So the collection is live. We love it. We're so thankful for you. Um, so many good items. Mm-hmm. I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> Clearly, we're seven minutes in. I told the fart story. Okay. okay, okay yeah. Okay, okay, Back okay. off, Brooke. Okay. <laughs> Back off. Um, how was your week, Brooke? My week was good. Today is, well, for us, today is Thursday. So I'm, I literally have to say it out loud in order to back up a whole week. So we launched a subscriber. It was last Thursday. Yes. That's what was happening. Which was awesome. That was super awesome. Um, because it was awesome for two reasons. One, it's fun having subscribers and like giving them more. And when we say subscribers, we mean 
there's an there's Instagram an, subscribers. You can subscribe on Instagram and you get more content behind the scenes, bigger discount code, and um, one day early access. Yeah. So I guess if you're circling that Friday after Thanksgiving, oh, I guess circle the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We'll probably just do it then. Jump a whole, skip Thanksgiving entirely. Yeah. Backing up. So. Ooh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And it's limited. The, it is. To it's, the, like the literally inventory, inventory it, limited. Yes. Extremely rare, valuable pieces. <laughs> valuable. I that love. make my heart sing with the joy of a thousand suns. Wow. Um. Anyway, so super nice one. It was just like fun to like, we started with the subscribers on Instagram. We can start subscriber group chats with just like 30 subscribers at a time. And so we did a couple of those. Yeah. So it was just fun. Like people were asking questions and like other subscribers were answering them. You know, like, how does this one fit or what kind is this? And and then it was also nice because like when we're trying to prepare for a collection, it's like we're, we're trying to like, you know, make sure that all the collections are like all the literal like shop all, shop sweatshirts, shop t-shirts, like have all the items in it. Yeah. And sometimes like- Shop by color, you, shop by this. You know, and so yeah. sometimes it can get like a little confusing because you're just like- you know, I've been staring at a computer screen for 48 hours straight. And I'm like, okay, I think I got it all. And then someone's like, hey, this design's missing. It's not on the website. And you're like, oh, yeah. But when that happens, like on day one, when we launch and there's like a ton of people on the site. Yeah. That like gets like, it's hard because like, you know, it's you're, you're getting get, like. Which is, I love that people yeah. notice and that they're trying to be helpful. I, I really do. But it's more but panicked it's, it's more panicked because you get. 50 messages yeah. asking where's the fight yeah. the good fight instead of one or two which so was like hey oh we'll yeah, fix that thank was, you yeah it was just like I, I i can't believe how much it like relieved some of the like prep stress that i got launch like it was just pressure. so helpful yeah um and so yeah so subscriber subscribe on instagram early access you might want that right in the days to come yeah so anyway a week ago yeah we were launching was we launched to subscribers. So I honestly feel like once we launched, um, which was on Thursday, I feel like my Thursday to Thursday week was mostly good. Yeah. Um, it's a, It like shifts after we open. It's like stressful, specifically this time around because of the tight time turnaround. Yeah. Um, we usually have about two-ish weeks to get a collection ready, and we had two and a half days. So that was a thing. Yeah. We did it, though. We did it. Um. Yeah. And so well, I feel like some of that like bottled pressure yeah. of getting that done trickled over into the first week of us being open for me, which yeah. is not typical. Right. Usually we have all the time to get ready. We open and then it's like, hey, we're open. People are shopping, doing their thing. Yeah, I still have some things to do and some emails and some like we're videos still, to make. We're still always making content I'm absolutely content engaged in making open. stuff, but it's like I've come down a level of like, I don't know, on a scale of what, like stress one to 10, I've just come down a couple numbers yeah. and I don't feel like that happened. I felt like it was delayed yeah. <laughs> and which was just like surprising to yeah. me. And then it was mostly just surprising. And right. as always, I was surprised. I was surprised. Like <laughs> I should not, shouldn't I have noticed that that would probably happen to me? Um, you know, <laughs> perfect statement to describe you at times. Yes. I'm surprised that I'm surprised. Or I'm annoyed that I'm surprised. Annoyed is I'm, probably more I'm accurate. I'm frustrated or I'm yeah. disappointed that I'm surprised. Like, yeah. And Bianca and I were talking about that, about that, not specifically the topic, but just last night of like how I so often feel like I should have known, I should have seen it coming, right. I should have, I should have, I should have. And she was like, well, 
I hope she's, I don't think she cares if I share this, but she has, her therapist's name is Laura. And so we joke all the time. What would Laura say? What would Laura tell us? And like, I've never met Laura. I don't go see her. I tried to, and her wait list was so long. I was like, I don't have time for that right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, she was like, well, Laura always tells me that should is a shame word. And it was like, Gush. you know, which is like, it's true. Like not in like a shame, like, Oh, Brooke, you're bad. Like right. not necessarily like that, but just in like a, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm often frustrated at myself. And I was like this as a little kid. I just didn't have the words to explain it. I'm sure maybe my behavior did, but like, yeah, I would just be, I always felt like I should have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. And so when I don't see something coming, I get very frustrated yeah. of like, I could, I could have prevented this if I had just, I don't know. <laughs> Thought about it more. But could you have? No. Oh, no. Yeah. So rarely. I, right. I mean, every once in a while. And that's where like, oh, I should have done. And it's like a real casual yeah. use of the right. word and the phrase. Like, I should have brought sunglasses to the beach. Yeah, that's probably that's a good it's, idea. It's so <laughs> irritating when someone is like, you know what you should have done? Yeah. Because you're just like, oh. I don't Well, I don't. and for me, I, I my internal response, which is maybe a little snippy, but it's internal. So that's good. <laughs> Is always like, do you think I didn't think of that? <laughs> like, that's where I, like, you're just bothered that people are offering, in, in any scenario, I'm right. not talking about the internet, like, I just mean yeah. anytime, anywhere, you know what you should have done? Like, what's your root of annoyance in that? I think it's like, it's a Yours way. Is like, I didn't ask, or? Well, I think when people are like, you know what you should have done, to me, it's so filled with like, you're kind of dumb judgment towards me that I'm right. just like, I'm not dumb. Right. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. Which... I'm, I'm smart. I'm a smart, smart, smart kid, man. Which is why waste time to say lot word when few word do trick. You know, honestly, probably like in an instant, we have just described like 10 chairs behind yes. little kid versions of ourselves. Yes. Like I'm not dumb. And mine is like, do you think I didn't think of that? Like, right. Do you think I'm not already so noticed noticing yeah. everything and aware? Like, like yeah. yeah. And so a hundred percent, that's what it is. So anyway, I was surprised, but not that. Yeah. My emotions and like I was surprised by it. You were surprised. Yeah, and that's, like, and that's where you I mean okay? I was. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all of what I'm feeling and crying about is is disproportionate to like the specific it wasn't the specific collection. Cause like we lost we lost our cat cheese. Well, we didn't lose him. He was gone for like eight or nine days. Mm-hmm. Our cats are identical looking. Two orange male, like little orange tabby cats. And their brothers, and they, I mean it, they look identical. Mac Unless you see their faces side by side from a distance, I can't tell who's who. Right. So it took us a few days to realize. I think it took us one day. At least. I think one. Oh, I don't, I still don't know. Because it was like you just saw one and you thought it was the one and then you saw it again and you thought it was the other. Because I fed them and I always feed them in the morning. And they should And there was only there. one day that I remember of like, where's the other one? Yeah. So anyway, he was missing for a while. Tried not to make a big deal of it to the kids because yep. I was like, he honestly could come back. We've had that happen before where yep. a cat has been missing for like a week and then there she was. She just yep. showed up. Um, but I was feeling like bad or guilty that I hadn't tried harder to go find him with like signs or asking neighbors right. because we had two and a half days to get the collection. Yep. Right? So there was a lot bottled in there of just like needing to like head down, do what I needed yep. to do for the collection, which is we had already pre-decided what matters most this week. And yep. that, that was at the top. And so I didn't have any guilt over choosing that at the top because I knew that that was what needed to happen. 
But anyway. It was that. It he's was gone. Collection needs to get done. It was. We got some. No, it was just a lot of things. Yeah. We got, it was just a lot yeah. of other things. And so I eventually, we, we found cheese. Our cats are chipped. And so if somebody takes them back to the Humane League, they can scan them and call us because they know. I was convinced that he was not dead because I walked around all the streets around our neighborhood. Yeah. And didn't find his body. Correct. Like hit by a car. Or I something actually like wasn't that. worried was like, that he was dead either. What I think is he's so friendly. So like friendly. Sunny squeezed them as kittens into submission of being just like literally like almost ragdoll cats. Yeah. And uh, and so I'm just like, he's got to be at someone's back porch. He just found just, a new home. Yeah, and, and somebody's like, like, this he's is adorable. the nicest cat I've ever met. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. That was my fear, too, yeah. that he just because I've growing up, I have had cats that went to live with neighbors and it was like a, a much, much, much older couple. And they just kept the cat like she just lived in their house then yeah. and would every once in a while come to ours. And I'm like, that's technically our cat, but it's OK. So anyway, cheese was found. Someone magically returned him, which is, I think, more of a cultural thing here. Yeah. People do that. They take cats back to the Humane League, I guess, because they know that they're chipped. Yep. And so. They called you. They called. I went and got him. I, I didn't tell it the, the girls because I was like, what if it's not him? What if another cat any has eaten him and it, now they're <laughs> has, reading, absorbed, has his absorbed his chip into their body? <laughs> and so I got him and I brought him home and I walked in with him and June was just like, I know. And then Brooke turned the corner and I was opening the carrier and she started to weeping yes like, again disproportionate to cheese returning <laughs> was i weeping over cheese absolutely has it is it my first time doing that no but it like again i was like and i even said to you half laughing half crying like my emotions are disproportionate to this cat returning right, right now but i'm very grateful that this cat is back I also don't fully believe it where is the other one did yeah. somehow you get that one into a box at the humane league <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. So anyway, my week was mostly good, but it did feel very like up and down. Yeah. Which is like, I don't know. That's not ever my preference. That's I actually not think the, like the collection work in terms of like getting everything ready in a short period of time. That was easy. That, that's that, that we love doing that. Yeah. I think what was hard was the samples were lost for a day. Mm. And so it was like this day of like, we might not have any samples and how we open will, in three yeah, days. Yeah, how will we take pictures if we don't have any of these things here? And so yeah. I think that was like... That's true. That the, the, ramped it up. And then I feel like we just kind of stayed there, yeah. even though this stuff here at this level was yeah. fine and yeah. good and we got it done. Um, but I, I feel I, like my insides didn't really come back down. No. And I feel like that happens a lot. Like if you have like a big important thing in life that you're like working hard towards, it's like afterwards you like... Like you just like suppress all the emotions because you're like, I just need to, I just need to have this baby. I just need to like, sometimes get that through happens. this yeah. deadline. I need to finish this paper. Like, I just like, I'm going to just push all of this stuff down. And then all of a sudden you hit, you know, publish or whatever. And you're like, oh, there they all are. Yeah. And I think that might be what surprises, surprised you is like, because it's almost like we don't like, we didn't really do our check-ins, which again shows the value of those because mm -hmm. it was like, we put the kids to bed and we came right back up here and finished what we needed to finish. And then yeah. like, you know, so it was, it was definitely like a, just like a full week of like, Oh man, I got a lot to do. Yeah. And then like, because we make all the content in our house, <laughs> it's just like a constant shift of like, yeah, 
like right now, none of our clothes have hangers because none of our personal clothes have we're, hangers. We're using all the hangers on our items because we need to. Yeah. And Which so, I also don't understand. How did we hang shirts last Christmas? Well, this collection's bigger. Okay. So we just, we're just off in our hanger count. And I don't we used understand. to not hang, like we used to only hang like smalls and mediums. And now we hang every size oh, because we steam every size. And so, yeah, there's everything's hanging yeah, instead so, of only certain ones. So there's just a pile of clothes. I was like, what is going on yeah. with our hanger But it's like, it's here. not really worth it to buy that many more, that many well, more hangers. I don't know. I might, I might, uh, I might change that Okay. because having all of our clothes on the floor is not helping my insides. It's not. It's not. It's definitely not. What's driving you crazy this week? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, not that because something's <laughs> driving me more crazy. Um, that is the garbage porch swing on the back porch that we cut. The, it wasn't ours. It was here and we bought the house. We cut it down because it, it just it, we don't use it and it's in a bad place and blah, blah, blah. But it's heavy and it's huge because somebody built it for that space. So we cut it down so the girls could play on the like. Step, it's a really weird. It was like a. It's a very odd area design. below it. Like, but now we have to physically move it, and it's just it's just big. <laughs> so, is it sitting there getting blasted, getting blasted by the sprinkler every day? Absolutely. That's fine. Do I ever think about it? No, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna make it, babe. I believe in you. The yeah. Lord is giving you these obstacles to t- to to refine you. Oh, right. You. Yeah. And prayed, so I pray, think, prayed for patience and the Lord didn't give me more patience. He gave me more opportunities to be patient. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I will murder those opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You had a Mount Rushmore for us? Yes. Mount, Mount Rush- Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of I'm nervous to keep talking because I feel like you're going to come back with a call and a zap. I'm free. (laughs) Mount Rushmore of your favorite ages. I'll say slash grades because sometimes it's hard to keep track of growing up. All right. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't know how old I was. I just know I was in fourth grade. Okay. So should I go first? Yeah. Again, these are not in order. I'm just going to go chronologically and work my way up. All right. Uh, Are you also going to give us your vibe? Sure. Okay. So... Mount Rushmore being four things. So one, probably fourth grade. Definitely nothing before fourth grade because I cried every day of school (laughs) through third grade. (laughs) Somewhat. Actually, not through third grade. Through second grade. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm a loser. (laughs) And so (laughs) I won't add those (laughs) because of that reason. Third grade actually wasn't that bad except that my teacher teacher had a total like emotional psychological breakdown and we in front of us and we got a substitute for this whole second half of the year so it's like third grade was fine I, i'm not like <laughs> is that why i'm suddenly weeping at night over cheese no um it's fine <laughs> but i don't know but fourth grade so and i i think i've said it before in here fourth grade was the year that i was like yeah i totally know what's going on <laughs> i got this i went um i went for the short haircut so like pretty short, like a bob. And I remember wow. wearing a very specific oh, dusty lime. Also, I'm going to bring the lime oh. tone down to like a dusty lime. Was it limited to? Absolutely. Turtle egg. Oof. A lot. I really like, it was almost like a melon honeydew color. And I just remember thinking, yeah, me and you, teacher, same. And this is what all your classmates were thinking. The world. Oh. 
There's a very good chance. <laughs> I will say that I helped a lot of kids learn gymnastics on the uh, during recess. Nice. So maybe that balanced out. Okay. The melon. The melon vibes. The melon I don't know. <laughs> but I was, I just remember fourth grade. I remember some of what I was thinking in fourth grade mm-hmm. and just like, yeah, you got this. <laughs> like you totally know what's going on and you and the teacher are basically the same. <laughs> so fourth grade. And then I would jump to maybe, so I was homeschooled sixth, seventh, and eighth. So I think I'd really jump to seventh. Okay. I feel like that was a year... And maybe it wasn't like primetime home spot on, but it was like right in the middle of homeschooling where I feel like I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it all three years, but I just remember I got to just like make art all day yeah, and I, and cook food and play outside and like just do all the things I loved because I would do my other, my English, my grammar, all that stuff quickly. And like, it wouldn't take me long. And so then I would have the rest of the day. So I just remember really enjoying that aspect. And then I would say when I was 16, I'm switching to an age now, 16, which, which would have been for me, would have been 10th grade. I would yeah. have turned, turned 16 October of 10th grade. So just like a month and a half into school, I turned 16 and I had a nice, I had a big, fun 16th birthday party. Wow. Outside with like- You were just the coolest. I actually, the party was very, very fun. However, I, unlike fourth grade, I don't remember thinking- like, I I'm the best. This is incredible. You like, lost I'm, the melon turtleneck by then. Yeah. I was just like, I mean, it was fun and I was excited and the party was great, but I, I wasn't internally thinking like, I'm, I'm incredible. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, 16 is good. You know, you get your license, you've got, well, you, you get start, your permit, start, in start to drive, you know, like there's just yeah cool aspects of that. Right. Cause I actually think 10th grade was probably my least favorite grade, okay. but I'm just saying that like that moment of 16 was very cool. And I really remember it. Even at 36. Carving it in the middle. 20 years ago. Wow. What? Old lady. And then, okay, so I said favorite, Mount Rushmore favorite ages growing up. So I'm going to say 18 and under. So okay. like, I'm not going to let myself rule. go past that. So then I'd probably say senior year because I've circled all the way back around to fourth grade vibes of, I totally know what's going on. <laughs> I have everything figured out. And, and I'm really good at everything. I'm basically a totally grown up adult. And <laughs> I have got yeah. this. You ever just like think about how dumb you actually were? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> Something scary. No, thinking I hear a kid in the okay. bathroom. Um, and so <laughs> monster. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is funny to think about that. Yeah. And then even, I mean, I feel like we're going to feel that way kind of almost always. Uh huh. But then I think about like being out of college and I'm like, I oh, had I a new this. version yeah. of like, I got this. I got this. In coupled with internal crippling fear of I don't have this at all, of right. course, because then you're entering like real, real life. Yeah. Early marriage. Pff, we I got, got this. this. Anyway, so 18 and under. Okay. For me. I kind of have to go by grades. I, I don't just, have, I don't have the best memory. I, will, I don't I will, either. I will say that. Like, I don't, I just remember like, uh, and maybe this is like, I don't know, maybe in the, like maybe the seven in the Enneagram would explain some of this, but I just remember life being fun. Like there's no, like I can think of any time in life and you might be like, no, we were miserable. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I guess that's true. I think I just remember the fun parts. Like, and (laughs) so it's hard for me to be like, oh, this was better than this. Right. I do feel like 
as as I've been able to mature and express my emotions in a healthy way, mm-hmm. I am realizing more and more that now is the golden age. Well, like, yes. You Correct. know, that is that is true. So when I look back, it's always hard for me to understand of like, do I, do I actually remember what that was actually like in that grade or right. that at that age? Or am I just like romanticizing it because I can only remember? I mean, I think that's a times. lot of that's a lot of looking. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. Anyway, so, so this question is hard like I for said, me. Yeah, I said like 10th grade was actually my worst school year. Friend wise, yeah. all the things wise. Yeah. But so. I really have, so I won student of the year in second grade. Top of the list. <laughs> and all, the whole elementary school. Ooh, not just in second no. grade. Not in, of the second grade. Student of the year. Freaking year. Student Whoa, of the year. Whoa. Well, I feel like it. Oh, Sorry, guys. You got to bleep that out. <laughs> I just feel like that's worth it. I have a certificate somewhere that says it. And I don't know. Maybe maybe there were a bunch of students of the year. I you don't, don't remember. But all you remember is that you were the best. That adds up. Okay. And I just went by T. Right. No J. Too right. long. Too long, too much time. Just T. Yeah. My teacher was Why Miss say Grant. Few, <laughs> why say lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> why waste time say lot word when few word do trick? So I remember that. But I don't have like any sort of like specific memories mm-hmm. of like what that year actually entailed. I okay. just know that I won student of the year. So second second grade, whatever age that okay. is. Miss Graham was also my teacher and I had a crush on her. Okay. So I should Does probably Does that count for up. two? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> What about Miss Graham's up to? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You'd probably find her on the gram. Um, okay. I really did enjoy my senior year because that's when I started getting into music. I was yeah. in Shirts and Skins, one of the Ooh. best bands to ever exist. I was like more comfortable being myself by my yeah. senior year. Yeah. Um, I wasn't cutting weight for wrestling. I just wrestled the weight that I weighed. So that was yeah. a, a nice. Um, you know, we had wrestled. I'd wrestled four years which was my main sport. And so it was like, you know, that last year was fun. Like it was, yeah, it was just like, you know, we, I wrestled with the same guys and like, you know, we had camaraderie and all that kind of stuff. So I'd say that one was pretty good. We, when we moved to Pennsylvania, the first year we lived in Pennsylvania, I was in fifth grade and there was a blizzard, the blizzard of 95, I want to say. Or 96. 96. Some big blizzard in that region. I remember. It was our first winter. And so we're just like, I guess this, this is, is normal. Amazing. No, that was like record-setting yeah. blizzards. We have School so many pictures closed of it for like a week. At least you weren't even allowed to drive anywhere. Like yeah. my sister was at my aunt's house because we didn't know. Like, oh, you should probably get her home. So she lived with my aunt for a week. My word. I think Sam <laughs> for yeah. a while. Yeah, uh, but me and Nick <laughs> made stop motion. We played in the snow a ton, but in the downtime when we were outside. We made stop motion GI Joe videos, which again, I don't know if they're lost to time or where where they are, but I just remember having so much fun and thinking we were so cool. Yeah. And when I've watched them, I'm like, kind of pudgy, got this gross yellow sweat, yellow greasy sweatshirt on. Hey, me and you with our off yellow green. I have a bowl cut, and Nick. You have too much hair to have a bowl cut. And Nick's interviewing me between videos, like 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 the director. And I'm, you know, hamming it up, but too much. Yeah. Like, you know, so that. But uh, you can't just see that for the wonderful magic childhood of just uh, imagination. Right. If I saw my kids do that, I would be like, yes, absolutely. But there's part of me that's embarrassed by it. Even still. Maybe not those specifically, but like we watched some home videos and like I had a hard time watching them because I felt like I was just so obnoxious. 
And maybe oh, it's because like diff- the boy energy and just like right. the age, but like, I, it's just hard for me to be like, oh gosh, I was annoying. Why did you, why did anybody? Like, <laughs> I don't know, did anybody? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's why I got real into emo music because I wasn't <laughs> sure. Um, those are kind of the only three. Okay. I don't know if I have a fourth, that's but okay. those are the three that really resonate with me. I mean, you know, obviously when you get to learn, learn how to drive and like get your license and stuff is obviously just like a huge, it's just like, a big milestone. It's you know, like, man, the whole, the whole new world freedom. I, I remember got my cell phone at my senior year, my first wow, cell phone. I didn't phone. get a cell phone until college. So that was a big deal. Orange case. Mine was a green Nokia, phone. like the brick. Mm, no, mine. I think mine was a Nokia, Nokia, Nokia. No- Mine didn't slide open or anything, though. Okay. <laughs> Mine was just literally the brick. Okay. Like the phone that you could drop like off a of building. Talk. Yeah. Yeah. And you could play Snake. <laughs> I remember not long after having my license, my cousin Kate, who is only like a year older than me, and um, even though they didn't live in the same state as us, we saw them a lot. And so for not having a sister, she was probably the closest thing I had to right. a sister. And um, have. I say that like she's not around anymore. <laughs> Kate's fine, everybody. Um, <laughs> but like they had come up for, okay, so I would have gotten my permit in October. Okay. I would have then had six months of a permit. And so it would have been like springish mm-hmm. sometime that I would have actually gotten my license. I think they came up for Easter. Because okay. I remember being in Easter outfits and I was Melon, allowed to drive. Turtleneck. Probably. Were Kate and I matching? Probably. Except I had like the warm tone version of whatever we found and she'd have the cool tone oh, version. Oh, wow. You guys so it was so like cool. same old Navy shirt, but like two different tones. Got it. Did we have braids? Probably. Um, and I have done nothing wrong ever. And so we decided we were going to go to the mall or somewhere. I just remember the direction okay. we were driving, but I had just gotten a new Josh Groban CD. Grobanite. So we popped it in and I I was like new to listening to it. I didn't, I hadn't listened to it. It might have even been my first time or maybe she had the CD. I don't know. Neither of us had ever listened. So we were not prepared for what was coming, which was a few tracks in this. I mean, that man can sing. Let me just say that like, like almost no other. And so there's that. We're like emotional 16, 17 year old girls feeling all the things. We have the freedom of my car. And so. And the Groves is, bl- is <laughs> and the Groves is playing. And there's this moment. I'll have to find the actual track and I'll talk about it for subscribers. I'll find the track and I'll, I'll play it. There was a moment. This is so silly. There's a moment where he's like, it's crescendoing. He's singing. It's getting louder. And then a choir comes in like full blast, like Jesus choir. And I kid you not, we both burst into tears so instantly that I had to pull over. So we could both stop crying <laughs> to then get back on the road. I've never heard this And story. I don't think I've ever told you. And I just, and oh, we joke about hurts. it. <laughs> we joke. Remember that time we started crying really hard at Josh Groban's CD and had to pull over? <laughs> this is one of those moments in life. This is a Josh Groban moment. Like we've used it to describe. You don't get a lot of them. No. Uh-uh. There's only a few in life. You got it. You're, well, you, you won't be ready for them. That's why they're a Josh <laughs> Groban moment of just like, go. <laughs> That's how Josh Groban made his mark. He'll get you. You're not ready for him. No. But anyway, you were talking about getting your license oh, and how man, it's monumental. <laughs> so. <laughs> this is, this is I'm the, okay. Are you this okay? Is the no notes. Of the no notes. No notes. <laughs> no notes. 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 These are the deep tracks you get on a no notes show. Yeah. So. But. 
Speaking of no notes, do you have anything? I have some strong have... feelings. Oh, you're going to do a segment. Got yeah. it. And I've, I've shared these before, but I'm just going to keep sharing them because they're, they're, they're some of my strongest feelings. Movies aren't good anymore. Yeah, it's and a it bummer. Just as someone who deeply, deeply loves movies. Yeah. It's just every time I like, you know, like Friday night, we watch like a family movie, which like we're, we're going back to the 90s and the 80s. And mm-hmm. like, you know, like last week, we watched Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> That's know. even the 2000s. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Early 2000s. Girls loved it. Yeah. Um, hey, she looks like Annie from Parent Trap. <laughs> yeah. It is. No, she looks like her. No, it is her. It is her. No, her hair's different. But what about Hallie? <laughs> well, it's the same actress playing both in Parent anyway, Trap. Anyway, just hit it. Let's just watch. <laughs> just, just, just watch. This car's magic, kids. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just like, I don't know. Like, we click through Netflix and it's just like, it's just not good. And I feel like the best way, the best critic I've, heard describe it is just like we are entering an era where we're not filmmakers anymore we're content creators which is like that's true like disney is just spewing out a sludge of content just so you watch more and just the only you consume more to buy more to subscribe more right they're only Mm -hmm. it's not like hey we're releasing this because it's good we're releasing this so you get excited about the next thing we release kind of and it's like that's the only thing that they do is like insert cameos so that you get excited about the thing that you actually liked and maybe about the next thing. Yeah. So that, that that's part of it. It's just like, it's just like a c- content stream. There's not really much filmmaking or artistic creativity involved. The other thing that I feel like is so well said, I forget who said it, which guy that I watch is that <clears throat> there is not a single classic being made right now. Mm. There's nothing in 10, 20 years that's being made that you'll be like, man, that show or that movie or that film is a classic. You got to watch this. You have to watch it. And then, because I was saying that, I said I, they're going to run out because they're not making anything good enough now yeah. to remake in twenty years when our kids want the nostalgic like, thing. Almost everything is forgettable. Like almost. Yeah. You know, like like I'll, I'll take one of my favorite shows for example. I've got two favorite shows of all time. One is The Office, right. which is is you know still today. One of the most Relevant viewed shows, most people yeah. love it. It's, you know, memes, all that kind of stuff. Like it's a classic, The yes. Office. Comedy. So you can have a comedy classic. Seinfeld would be another one. Yeah. Comedy classic show. People will talk about it for all of time. Yeah. On the other side, the more dramatic side, Breaking Bad. Mm. A classic show about like a broken yeah. hero, villain, like just heartbreaking and it was a well done it was hard to watch at times but it was well done you know just like an incredible show yeah and it's like you aren't getting either of those right now no you're getting a show that hey this is kind of funny like a few episodes or oh this is kind of a cool story oh no it's not a cool story like (laughs) that and and so i just feel like those are my strong feelings and i think they'll be my strong feelings for a while which is just like sad to me that i'm just Mm. like as someone you know and if you like reading, like it'd be like, oh, hey, they're not writing any cool new books. And so like in other art forms, people are still making cool stuff. Correct. Because I want to be like, well, people are still writing great books. But it's specifically like the Hollywood yeah. sort of bubble of just like. Which gonna... also shocks me. I'm like, people are still writing great books. Maybe turn those into a movie but they and can't. don't ruin it. But they can't <laughs> because it doesn't align with them politically or socially. And so they have to change the source material to fit their needs, 
which then, then makes, makes it, it not a classic. Yeah. Because yeah. the book that they're remaking is a classic. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, my favorite book series, Red Rising, I don't want it to be made into a movie or a show. Yeah, you said Not that. at least for 20 years. <laughs> Anyways, wow. those are my feelings, and they're very strong. They are. I'm very passionate about it. They're on fire. They're on fire. Okay. <clears throat> I don't have any strong feelings this week. <laughs> I just like... Well, you had a I lot of strong emotions this week. <laughs> that's true. So I had strong feelings, that, that was, but not it's not specific not, yeah. to one thing. Um, no, what I was going to ask you is like, do you feel like you've... Have you highlighted anything recently? And I mean, I don't mean super recently because obviously we haven't done anything other than work stuff. But do you feel like you're learning anything? Do you feel like you are just like, you know what I've been churning about at 3 a.m. when I'm awake? Uh, I, one, <laughs> I, hope, I really hope you guys can't hear Daisy. She's screaming downstairs. Yeah. Not like, she's not alone. Not mad screaming. Just like, hey, I'm a kid and I'm here. I'm, Look at I'm me. a kid and I'm here and I want something and I can't communicate that. So I'm so, just going to yell until you point at the right thing. Yeah. It's really fun. So what I feel like, and I kind of talked about it last week, but what I feel like I, I haven't been reading basically anything, mm -hmm. which is not great, but also I don't feel like a lot of conviction over it. I just feel like that's just the season I'm in right now. Like, well, that's the myth of up, the like, life's only good or right or whatever, yeah. if it's balanced and you got to balance those 24 hours yeah. or those seven days. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't know. I just hope you read a good amount throughout this year. Right. And if it wasn't in the last nine weeks, so be it. So be it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we're in a rhythm of like, I get up early with Daisy. And so like, I'm not getting up even earlier. Right. To read a bunch. So it's mm -hmm. like me and Daisy have our time together in the morning where we I make her breakfast. I make her eggs. I make myself eggs. You know, and then the big girls come get up and then Brooke gets up. And like, that's our kind of rhythm right now. Right. And so like, I'm super. I feel the need to say that I'm often up before the big girls. Oh, gosh. You yeah. really feel like I'm always the one sleeping in or just this morning? I mean, because I was we're up not late. sleeping in. Like, no, it's 6.15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Very you true. are. The girls are in the kitchen before you come into the kitchen, whether you're up or not. Oh, yeah. They're, I guess. Yeah. We're at the four. I have time with all three of my daughters in the morning before you come downstairs. Mm. And I really enjoy it. Yeah. There's not a judgment statement. Okay. I mean, everyone's judging you. Are you even a mom? Right. There's <laughs> 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 some spice. Mm -hmm. You didn't prepare us all breakfast? <laughs> no. In Did I buy jars? all the groceries so that you could make your own <laughs> breakfast? Yes. So figure it out, people. No. Anyways, so I was talking about it last week. I just feel like you know, I am, what I'm learning and realizing is like, and it's so, it's not, it's no, like, it's not rocket science. It's not going to blow anybody's it's mind. Science. It's not brain science. It's like, you know, good brain, great skull type level of, of thinking that, you know, life is a constant, like life constantly needs tinkering mm. with like all aspects of life. And yeah. so, I think what I'm realizing this year and this season is like, I took too long to tinker with the way that we do our business. Mm. And so I'm feeling the sort of like pressure, stress, anxiousness of that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, like if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't brush your teeth, eventually you'll get a cavity. Right. And it's just the consistency of like, I'm going to check in with my dental hygiene. I just went to the dentist, so no cavities. Um, nice. Me neither. Nice. Um, you know, I will then at some point have to do something big to fix them, you know? Right. And so it's like, I am realizing that like, man, 
I, I think sometimes I get paralyzed by the opportunity or the options out there. Like mm-hmm. we live in an era and an age where like you can run a business in a thousand different ways with yeah. different options. And like, you know, before it's like, well, you had to have a store because how else would people find you? Or like you had to go door to door or else people would know about you. Now right. with the internet, like you can do open clothes, you can do always open, you can do inventory, you can do non inventory, you can do made to order, made to purchase. Like there's just so many options. And so I think printing, print on demand. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think sometimes I feel like uh, if I start tinkering, like what road is it going to lead me down and how stressful will that road be? And, right. and how will I be able to like manage that stress? And so let me just like play it safe and do what I know I know how to do. And mm-hmm. then it's like if you do that too long, it's almost you probably should have adjusted a little sooner yeah and just like you know Mm -hmm. and it's not even like let's change everything you know like i taught my t-shirt academy class and i was first thing i said to everyone was like i want you guys to hear this before i start yeah i am not telling you to like delete your website tonight and do what i do like i'm just giving (laughs) you my own personal experience which i chuckled in the other room hearing you say that because i'm like it's it's because easy to be there when you're like, oh, okay, so that's how you're doing this, or that's how you're parenting, or that's how you handle that. I'm going to delete my whole website yeah, and start I'm over. Delete my whole website and start <laughs> over. And I think that there are times maybe when that's appropriate in life, like, you know, uh, like. Yeah, there, I don't have an example, but there's there's probably times. You know, I always, I, I like, I, fitness is always an example that I use. Like, if you're like, man, I've just totally let myself go. I'm uncomfortable. I'm unhealthy. Like, yeah. I'm starting to have serious, like physical health ramifications i need to delete my website of of the way that i live my life <laughs> right, right physically and reboot kind it. of do something drastic yeah. sometimes there, there are definitely times where that but i feel like and i feel like what i find myself feeling is scared that that's where i'm going to end and so let me just not absorb any other information mm. and and but because i'm not absorbing any information i'm not making the little like tinkering course corrections yeah. that I need to, to make. Yeah. I, I once heard a story and I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's any accurate, but the metaphor was great. So I'm going to okay. tell the story sure. that like when they <laughs> send a rocket to the moon, mm-hmm. they like, they have to plan it accordingly. Like the moon's in orbit, the rocket's moving. And right. so it's like, you're not shooting for the moon. You're shooting for where the moon's going to be. And then they in course correct as yes. they go and they, you know, send out those Oh, to yeah. move it back and forth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I think there are times in life where I feel like I am scared that if I course correct and send out a little of air, I'm going to miss the moon completely. And I'm just going to be mm. floating out in space, feeling lost and confused and frustrated. And so, well, maybe but I'll isn't just, that kind of how you are? That's how I feel now in the front end. Anyway. And, and so I end yeah. up getting frustrated at myself that like, you, you didn't course correct as you were going and now you're in the exact same scenario that you're in. Like you, now you have to course correct and now, but now you're doing it under an immense amount of pressure yep. rather than just like tinkering with it as you go. Yep. Like it me. I mean, literally what I <laughs> yeah. said at the beginning of like, and like I you know, have a super specific example, but it was like, I was, I was talking to you about something this past week and I was like, I don't know. It's bad either way. I either rip the bandaid off slowly, which mm-hmm. hurts, or I rip it off fast, which hurts. Speed is not my question. Speed is not what's in question right now. What is, it's going to hurt either way. Yeah. And so I just need to pick one. And like, you know, right. and I think it was funny because you, you brought that like uh, course correcting thing in. And I was, my example was going to be, it's like, 
I feel like, and I'll lump myself in with this, but you're the one talking about it. Like you, we, we felt a, just the tiniest bit fuzzy about the moon or whatever yeah. the thing is that we're trying to hit. Mm -hmm. And because that was a little bit fuzzy and maybe moving a little more than we'd hoped, it felt harder to kind of let ourselves wiggle and course correct our way mm -hmm. to get there. It felt like, no, this is the one way to get there and that's our thing. And it just, it felt like a little more panicked. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think your, uh, your analogy of being afraid you course correct and miss the moon entirely. And so it's like, but if you don't course correct at all, you probably will miss the moon <laughs> entirely because that's even what brain scientists have to do. <laughs> and so I think something that's been helpful, like, for like, you know, I went to integrated. That was super helpful. Like, cause the guy was, I, a lot of my stress comes from finances, like a thousand percent that that is something that stresses me out. Yeah. More than anything, like, you know, just more like, than relationships, well, yeah. more than, yeah. More other. than like, I don't get in my head, like someone said something, does that mean they don't like me? Or like, mm -hmm. so-and-so hasn't talked to me in a while. I wonder, like, yeah. I, I am, I, that stuff doesn't stress me out. I mean, occasionally it does. I'm a human being, but like, right. if I, like, I have this unhelpful chart and graph about checking your bank account, like, even if I know the, like, and I know all of our balances, mm -hmm. I still get nervous to check in on our finances. Right. Because there's this like fear deep down that like, it's not going to be enough. And yeah. that means I'm a failure. And that means Brooke married the wrong man. And like, right. I just spiral so quickly, specifically over money. Right. And the Lord has always provided. Always. And he's always provided. And I know that. And mm -hmm. so it's just like this weird, I think it's the way I get attacked by, I think it's the way I get spiritually attacked. I think it's the mm -hmm. way that, I get pulled out of the game. Like, and anyway, so again, yeah, something I, I'm always working on, but that's why. In, and again, I go to integrated, the guy's a financial expert. We're going to talk all finances. I get sick yeah, and I'm like sort of hazy the whole time, but, but that was super helpful. Just like, especially when he talked about like, and we talked about this on, I think the episode, talk to your kids about money, about like having a life cap. Mm -hmm. Like this is how much money we need to make anything else. It's going into the abundance fund and we're going to let God use it however he wants. Mm -hmm. And so for us, like having this, like, okay, here's our monthly life cap goal. Yeah. And now in our weekly plan meeting, it's like, okay, we're at X percentage. We're 28% of the way there for this month. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and it's just been super helpful of like, that is because like, I don't have an issue with like, what's our, what's our family mission? What's our family goal? Like, right. like missionally and like purposefully like what jesus has put on earth on us on earth to do i don't have trouble feeling that or being right. inspired to do that or just like that that is not an issue for me it's all the like i guess mechanics like mm. behind the scenes of the family stuff that i'm just like i don't know how much money should we make should it just be more should it always be more right. what like does it need to be more i don't know it looks like it does need to be more i'm stressed out <laughs> you know and right. it's like and, and then, then we make you more, turn and I'm like, around <laughs> in your chair and you say things like it's not enough and i'm thinking compared to what <laughs> As like it's, it's literally not enough to pay the bill or it's not enough to have left over or it's not enough to, to have safe. an abundance or it's right, not yeah. enough to what and defining that which that little life cap thing of like here's what we need to just literally pay every bill but then here's what we aim to make every month to like have some some room for some things that we want to do and then anything above that and so it's like 
that's the number we're aiming yeah. for now, which we're and not so, near, but it's helpful. So then that allows us to course correct. We've named the moon. We've named the moon that we're going for financially. <laughs> the monthly which, moon. <laughs> which again, to me, was just that there was so, so much stress around that. And, and it might not be finances for you. It might be something else. Uh -huh. But like, it's like we have to name, okay, well then what is the goal here? What is the goal in this category? What is the goal in my fitness? What is the goal in my spiritual life? What is the goal in my family life? What is the goal for my children? What is the goal? I'm going to name that moon that we're traveling to and we're going to course correct as we go and not realize, oh, we, we, we're not even going to make it. Mm -hmm. Now what do we do? Now let's panic and just throw everything against the wall, which <laughs> I feel like we were close to doing right. this year. And then we've just started to like, okay, here's the, you know, mm -hmm. and, and again, like specifically with the finance stuff, it, it just can be a stressful because like some of it can be out of your control. Like we didn't know everything would cost more this year. Like literally every single thing right. that we buy. And so there was just this element of like, man, I feel I'm already stressed about it just by default. Like that's just my default stress level over that topic. Mm -hmm. And now everything's changing. So like now I feel like I even have less control over it. And to me, it's like, it just all always comes back to like, I can't control it. Mm -hmm. It's his. I need to have open hands about it and be generous with what and just be thankful because it's all his. But it's still like, it's definitely for me, it's like this mental emotional challenge of just like, how do I not allow myself to get to the point where I'm like, it's too late. I failed and just tinker and course Be correct okay and realize you're, on the st way. you're still in the ship or whatever. You're still in it course correcting and the course correcting doesn't mean you have failed. In right. fact, that actually means you're still actively on the journey towards yeah. the thing. That's actually a good thing. And, yeah, I, absolutely. And like yeah. if, if June came to me and was like, I, you know, we give our kids an allowance. We talked about this in the kids money issue like that. It's basically money that they get to use to fail with. That's essentially the idea that right. like, so they learn. So they learn. And it's like, if June came to me and was like, dad, I feel like I made a bad decision on what I bought or mm -hmm. how I'm using my money. I'd be like, well, it's just part of life. Like we learn as we go. Like I would give her all the you advice. You would say, hey, let's course correct. <laughs> let's course correct. Yeah. And then for some reason, when it's myself, I feel like either one, I can't or two, I've waited too long mm -hmm. or three, like I, I'm too scared. And so I feel like all that to say in this like roundabout no notes way is like, I feel like what I'm learning is like, I sometimes expect something in life to be solved mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. Like I'm done learning about this. I've made it like you in fourth grade. I expect. Familiar. Familiar with that. <laughs> posture familiar? of life. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, I'm here. I, I figured out the turtlenecks are my thing forever. And I never like I, I've got it solved. Meaning like in said topic, whatever it is, you feel like you have you already know what you need to know. And so there shouldn't, it shouldn't need any course correcting. That's or, kind of, I think the the, or you're, you're bothered that it still does. I think I it's think, both. I, I think, think which I, is all I, of life. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so that's what I'm learning in this, this year really of just like, what did you expect TJ? I mean, you, we literally moved halfway across the world. Excuse me. Did a bunch of very real life transitions, moving new kid, excuse me, some of my health stuff with my voice, like, yeah, those are like literal massive course, not even just correcting course changes altering, or course yeah. like uh, altering. And so, yeah. And so like yeah. I, what I'm, you know, you asked me what I'm feel like I'm learning in this season is like, yeah, 
you better get used to this. <laughs> I think this is life. <laughs> because this is life. And yeah. like I and in other areas, I am used to it. And like yeah. I am I feel like I'm willing and able in a lot of areas of life. But yes. I think what this year has pointed out is those like the the elephant graveyard spots of just yeah. like I don't really want to course correct there. I just want it like to be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you'll you'll meet the people at the gym who are like and do you like eat super healthy? Like, no, I just kind of eat whatever I want. And you're just like, gosh, it's just easy. And some things for me are just easy. And Uh so there's someone looking at me or you, and they have this category of like, that's just easy for them. And it's true, but there are definitely things that are not easy for me. Right. And I feel like what I'm learning in this season is like, you got to deal with them. And Mm -hmm. for a while it was emotions talking about my actual emotions. And as I've talked about them and as I've course corrected and learned and studied and developed, I've figured it out. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the financing, and I'm not saying I'm like dumb financially. I've made. Oh, no, no. But it's just like, I don't it know. It gets to you. It, it stresses you out more than and other things. And I, and I can't really figure out why. Almost to a disproportion in, in an outsider's opinion to a dis. I mean, I'm not a total outsider to you, but I mean. Yeah. Like, like, a, like on your we, behalf, we like, hired a financial planner a few years ago. Yeah. A friend of mine. And he's like, I have, and he told us to me, he goes, I've never had someone be so hard on themselves as you are on yourself about your finances. Yeah. He's like, and you look like you're in pretty good shape. Like, obviously there's always room for improvement, Yeah. but he's like, you have, and, and I don't know what it is. I don't know. Cause like my parents, I think have a super healthy relationship with money. So it's like, right. You didn't grow up in, yes. You're not like, I, oh, there it is. Like, you let know, me talk about that in therapy. <laughs> no, let no. me call Laura and we'll figure it out. <laughs> let me call Bianca. Have her ask Laura. <laughs> have her FaceTime Laura in. <laughs> Say we're splitting the session fee. It's fine. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Um, and so, yeah, it's just, I, I feel like that's what I'm learning. And it's yeah, been, good. it's been a challenge to, I don't know. Sit in it and sit not in jump it. ship. Yeah. And not just be like, I'm deleting the website. Let's, you know, like, mm-hmm. because I think like sometimes there's that urge, especially in the self-employment world, like, let's just do something completely different, you know? And it's yeah. like. And I think it, yeah, I mean, we're talking about it in the like finance, you're talking about in the business finance world, but it it could be anything. It could be relationships. It could be a like a, what I'll call a more regular job. And I mean that compared to ours where we work for ourselves from home, but like everything feels hard and everything feels tight and everything feels stressful. And so maybe I'll... Yeah, it's like if you do ran, something. Yeah, if it's like you're running a marathon and you're halfway through and you're mm-hmm. like, "This is hard." You know what? I'm just running a different race now. Yeah. And it's like, well, that other race is going to be just as hard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, maybe you can just take a little break and keep going, or like maybe you need new shoes, or maybe you need some <laughs> water, or like you know, right. maybe you just need something to help you on your race. Yeah. And you'll be able to finish. And so I just feel like I'm learning that, like. <laughs> not an option for me to just start a new race right so like let's work with the race that i'm on yeah and let's figure it out and let's course correct and like maybe change some expectations maybe ask for some help maybe take some new classes maybe well there's something you know sometimes the course correction is not actually a plan of action it's a adjusting of expectations yeah and that can be and huge it, and what's crazy is like i've seen the like we've done this before in in ways like we literally stopped selling shirts for six months mm-hmm. thinking we were done. And it was just like this, this giant course correct. Mm-hmm. 
And I've seen the Lord provide. I've seen him show up in my life. And like, I remember the lion and the bear, Mm -hmm. but there are times where I I don't know, I, maybe it's a spiritual attack. Maybe it's something deeper, but I definitely feel like I've been in it. I don't know, for the last six months. Yeah. And it's just, there's both like, both it's tiring and I, I feel worn out from it. Mm -hmm. And just want it to be over mm-hmm. but i also know that like these are the moments of life where you actually are sanctified mm-hmm. and are formed more in the likeness of jesus yeah. and so it's like i want to i want to sit here as long as i need to sit here but dear lord can i stop sitting here that's yeah. how i feel right and right. so it's yeah. just like yeah i mean bianca and i were talking about it last night like you know i believe that the Lord redeems all things. Mm. It's going to make me emotional. <laughs> you know, but I I just, uh, you know, I'm speaking for myself and I hope that I'm not out of line in saying this, but I, I don't believe in a God that is up there pulling the strings like, all, like we're all little puppets right. to be like, let me teach you a lesson. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just, that is not. It's a really good puppeteer. <laughs> puppeteer. It's a very creepy one apparently. Like I just don't believe that. What I do believe is that we live in a fallen world. Mm -hmm. We live in a world that is hard and tragic and unfair and all these things over here. And then the Lord can redeem it all. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe that he's up there being like, the only way to teach you patience is to make this horrible thing happen to you. And, And I think it's unfortunate that so many people, whether they've admitted it or not, or realized it or not, or named it or not, think that like, oh, you know, I just, I guess God doesn't want me to be happy or God doesn't want me to have good things. I said Scott. I was like, who Scott, is Scott? Who <laughs> no, no, no. I guess God, you know, or like, because yeah. there is so much tragedy in the world that I that people are like, I just don't understand how God would let this happen. Right. And I'm like, I, that's a different statement than God did this. And like, I just feel like he does redeem all things. And so it's like, yeah, you're sitting in this thing which might be happening for a lot of different reasons, but I do believe that the Lord will redeem it. I, yeah. I just... And what I've learned, because I've gone through this sort of, you know, we're always being sanctified. Right. You know, and the Spirit's always convicting us and showing us like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or, hey, this is not the way. Mm-hmm. You know, what I do realize this time, I think more than ever, is like, I'm, I'm just going to sit. Yeah. I'm just going to sit and I'm going to be still and I'm just going to try to listen and I'm not going to be scared because you are with me. Like, and that's the lesson that I feel like I'm learning is like, he's with me. Uh-huh. I'm going to walk it out in faith, even if I don't see it, even if like, even if I'm still clenchy every time I have to check the bank account or whatever, and I'm just going to sit there. And, and so if you find yourself in a similar, similar scenario where you're like, man, I feel like for six months, I've just been like, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? Or I'm stressed or the, the, the anxiety sky high is like, and, and again, this is the, this is the lesson that I learned when we stopped doing walk in love originally was like, I felt like for a year I ran from like, it was like the, the scene in a movie, a good movie, a classic <laughs> <laughs> where someone runs into the hospital with someone in their arms and like, I don't know what happened. He just collapsed or she just collapsed. Yeah. And you know, you run in like, and people jump into action and save this person. Right. You know, and I feel like what I what I often do 
is I run to, I, I, first, I don't run to God with my problem. I run mm-hmm. to someone and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Can you help me? Yeah. And they're like, well, what if you, and they're like, okay, that's not, that's not what I need. Um, uh, can you help me? Uh, that's not what I need. Uh, yeah. Can you help me? That's what, not what I need. Can you like, and you're just like trying yeah. to like fix your problems, almost like on a, like a bandaid over a, you know, gaping wound. gaping wound. And then it's like, and then what I realize is like when I come to the Lord and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And you lay it down. I, That's he, what I would say. Yeah, Stop He literally just it. says, lay it down. Yeah. And I will take care. Like I will yeah. be with you. I might not solve the issue. I might not fix it the way you think I'm going to fix it, yeah. but I will be with you and I will comfort you. Like though you walk through the valley, yeah. I will comfort you. And yeah. so it's just like, that is the season that I'm in, in this one hand, in this one area. But then there's this also just like life is full right now. Mm-hmm. We are skateboarding as a family. We right. have a baby that's about to start walking. Like there, like there are just such an abundance. And so I think another thing that I'm learning is like this can be over here and I can work on this and I can have hard conversations with myself and with mm-hmm. the Lord and with Brooke, but I'm not going to let this dictate Dominate all everything. of this Yeah. because this is so full and wonderful. And this is the gift that he has given me. Yeah. And maybe this needs some work and that's great. And I'll work on that. But like, yeah, it's, it's more. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I had a few things to talk I about. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, Bianca and I were talking about it last night about how you are in, anybody, you or you get in these seasons of like head down, eyes down. I got to do what I got to do. Or I'm focused on this thing. Or like for you, you're carrying this thing and it's all you're looking yeah. at. And it's like, you know, and, and she said to me last night, she said, you know, but Jesus is the lifter of eyes. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. Mm -hmm. And when we spend all of our time head down, and I don't mean like you got an hour and a half to get something done, head down, like grind it out. I don't mean that, but I mean like as a life posture of like head down, I don't have time to look up. If I look up, I will fail. If I look up, I'll drop the ball. Mm-hmm. If I look up, I'll lose control. Right. I'm talking about that kind of a thing. And I think when we do look up and it gets, I think it gets easier to set down what we're carrying right. when we look up. And just it's, behold, like yeah. just behold the glory yeah, and experience the goodness of the Lord. And yeah, that's the, har- I feel like that's one of the hardest things we'll always have to learn. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. Well, okay then. Good. Yep. Well. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> now I know we've been talking a long time, yep. and I think Daisy's very stressed out, okay. so we need to go. Uh, releasing this on Sunday, so if you still haven't shopped the collection, you still have one more opportunity. Uh-huh. If you're listening on Sunday, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. Okay. okay I, love I love you. you. Bye. Bye.